You're listening to Tape Swap Radio. Seeing a vital music scene around us in Pennsylvania's Lehigh Valley, we launched Tape Swap in 2013 to provide a platform for local, independent, and DIY bands. This soon grew to include the many bands that make the Lehigh Valley a stop on and in between tours. Our sessions are recorded at Shards, a dedicated recording space in Bethlehem, PA. The goal of our sessions is to capture the energy of a live show by recording bands entirely live with a small studio audience. You're about to hear another Shards session from Tape Swap Radio. Here at Tape Swap Radio, we love when some of our favorite Lehigh Valley bands and artists collaborate to make new music. And one of our recent favorites is Small Mess. Bethlehem singer-songwriter Becca May, who performed at Tape Swap stage at ArtsFest in 2016. Becca has teamed up with Mitch and Jordan from Broski, a Valley instrumental post-punk band that should be familiar to Tape Swap listeners. Broski has performed in the Tape Swap Presents concert series around the Valley, and we've also recorded them for their own Shard session back in 2014. Mitch and Jordan are two out of the four members of Broski, and along with their friend Jared, they've combined with Becca May to make this new band, Small Mess. Becca, Jared, Mitch, and Jordan joined us at Shards in May 2017. And today we're excited to unveil the Shards session from Small Mess here on Tape Swap Radio. Our Shards session with Small Mess is coming up a little later here on Tape Swap Radio. Small Mess just had their first physical release in the form of 20 lathe cut five inches which had two songs from the band. This was a hot item and a small run, so the records went quickly. The records were released by Square of Opposition Records, which is a DIY punk label founded in 2001. Square of Opposition has been an enduring presence in the Lehigh Valley's music scene for the past 16 years, and today, Square of Opposition founder Chris Reject is joining me to talk a little bit about the label, and he's brought some music from the Square of Opposition catalog. Hi, Chris. Hello, Seamus. Is founder an okay title? I could have went with CEO or bigwig. I uh, I prefer cutthroat mogul. Cutthroat mogul. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> um, so 16 years. Um, I wanted to ask, what was the musical landscape like in the Lehigh Valley around 2001 before you started Square of Opposition? Uh, smellier. No, well, <laughs> before, um, it was sort of dead. Um Shows had sort of petered out after, like, the mid to late 90s, well, I guess maybe mid-90s, like, pop-punk explosion of, like, Weston and Digger and stuff like that that reached outside of the valley, Um, but that led to a lot of pop-punk stuff. And then, like, early in the 2000s, late in the 90s, uh, pretty much the only thing really going on was uh, Jamie from Double Decker Records was booking at a warehouse space called... Uh, sweatshop, the sweatshop. Okay. Now would be the alternative gallery. It's actually the same room that they host bands. Is uh, was the sweatshop, 
much, much nicer and much more uh, up to code than it was then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but pretty much other than Jamie doing stuff at the sweatshop, there wasn't anything. It was sort of like a peaks and valleys lull. We were, we were stuck in a valley, in the valley. And uh, Jordan Hollander of the Pirates Cove, later on Jan's room, um, started booking shows. It was like him and John from Defiant Trespass and myself got the Egypt Fire Hall. And it was like some dumb it was like 150 bucks and if you didn't break anything you got 75 bucks back it was crazy so we just started we just booked shows until they didn't let us anymore pretty much <laughs> like uh our shows i think were always pretty good uh but the secret got out and different people started booking there and it was just sort of living on borrowed time as any time that you expect like normal the public to deal with punk shows you know mm. they're not going to tolerate that nonsense for too long um so there wasn't a whole lot, and then we started doing stuff um, just full of piss and vinegar and uh, free time and just started booking shows, and then that was it, you know? And it was a lot of, like, different, like, crusty punk stuff. So it's the smelly joke related right, to right. that and the yeah, bathroom yeah. at the Pirate's Cove, and, <laughs> uh, which was legendary. But, you know, that was, that was what was going on. It was not a whole lot of anything until like a, a good nucleus of people kind of just started doing stuff and it kind of grew beyond that. So it really started with booking the live shows for you anyway. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, I wouldn't have started, I mean, obviously, like I wouldn't have started the label if I hadn't seen bands and I hadn't started being active. I mean, I booked my first show in, I think December of 2000. And I started the label that following spring, and that was a government satire and Defiant Trespass split CD. Jordan was in government satire. John and uh, was in Defiant Trespass, mm -hmm. and uh, you know I was friends with all those guys, and it just sort of became a natural, the natural thing. Like you're in a band, and I don't play an instrument, so this is the role I play. Is I book shows, I put out records, and that was well at the time CDs. You mm -hmm. know, that was that. You know. Yeah. So you brought some music with you from the Square Vop catalog that we're going to play right now. And first up, well, we have a track from The Insurgent. So this is a track called Murdoch and Electric. So let's take a listen to The Insurgent here on Tape Swap Radio.
Music from The Insurgent. That was Murdoch and Electric here on Tape Swap Radio. Seamus McGrogan here. I'm with Chris Reject, the founder, uh, cutthroat business mogul <laughs> of Square of Opposition Records based in the Lehigh Valley. And he's picked out a few songs from the catalog to bring with him as he's joining us in the studio today. And we were talking a little bit about how you got started. Uh, you started the label with three friends, and now you're the only one left running the whole show in your free time. So why have you stuck with it these past 16 years? I'm stubborn. <laughs> uh, no regard for my financial security. Um, you know, I, I think that, like, I enjoy doing it. And now as my, like, straight business, which is a t-shirt printing company, um, as that is taking up more of my time and I'm married and I have two kids and so there's less and less time but even with all of that stuff that's obviously a priority over putting out records like I still get a thrill out of putting out the records I still like doing it um, and I don't know I you know just like I said kind of too dumb to quit and I think like if, if you want to be uh, I guess melodramatic about it like, I would have killed myself as a teenager. Like, I would have not been alive if I hadn't discovered punk and, mm -hmm. like, the DIY scene. And so putting up with the headaches of booking shows, which, Seamus, you can attest to, is the most thankless, awful job you can do. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. everyone's got an opinion. Nobody's there to help you when you need help, and you're going to lose money doing it. Like, it sucks. But you do it, and, and I think that... a driving force for me even when i'm discouraged to keep doing it is the sort of like pay it forward mentality of hey this saved my life maybe me continuing to do this will help other people that are in that same situation um and you know i mean being into punk taught me how to just do stuff um like my screen printing company wouldn't exist if not for that and that's like a real simple truth and it's also like a real world application of all this stuff that I learned like any time that I deal with well not any time a lot of times when I deal with like the public like normal muggle business owners <laughs> they don't get it like they think you have to spend all kinds of money on promotion instead of just going to Staples and making photocopies you know mm -hmm. simple simple things like that um, that's what a punk taught me so if, if me continuing to beat my head against the wall that is booking punk shows like helps other people to find that same path then it's worth my headaches i guess yeah. you know that, those lessons that you learned from punk and booking the shows and putting out the records that yeah. really is uh setting you up for other things in your life now yeah for sure for sure for sure and it's not that for everybody uh but you know it was for me and hopefully it, it was for uh some other folks and hopefully i could do what i could to keep that alive uh you said that the day that I start caring about the business side of things will be the day that this label dies. Capitalism is killing music. Do you think making profit always corrupts music and labels? And where do you draw that line? No, 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 no. I don't think that. I think that there's a way for you get in where you fit in. You know, uh, that's my mentality with LVAC. It's my mentality with Square of Op. It's just sort of how I feel about a lot of things. And I think that there are different spaces for different people to exist. For me, uh, I never cared about Squarebot making money. My goal was always to have it fund itself. If it could stop taking all of my 
uh, expendable income, then that was a victory for me. Yeah. Um, I never want to, you know, and obviously, like, realistically, we live in a capitalist society, and I can't afford to just put all of my money on a, on a fire. But I never wanted to really consider if something was marketable in a broad sense or if something would be profitable. I wanted to release the stuff that I wanted to release, the stuff that my friends were making, the art that I cared about. Um, and so I think that sort of, that's what I mean with when I start caring about the business side of things, because it's not a marketing strategy for some folks. That's where their label lives and that's okay. It's not necessarily, it's not inherently evil. It's just not where I want to be. Uh, the capitalism is killing music is borrowed from Billy Bragg. Ah, so there you go. That was a little nod there, but, um, yeah, it's just, I don't want to care about making money on the label. I just want to be a part of art that I think matters. Yeah, it sounds like it's more about the personal connections. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. So you brought in some more music with you from the Square of Op catalog, and we should mention that all these songs are up on the Square of Opposition Bandcamp page for free, uh, most of them. Yeah, most <laughs> of the, a lot of the older stuff, a lot of the, this is out of kind of the more dusty uh, drawers of the catalog. Um, all of this stuff is free. Most of the stuff, by and large, that I have the control over is pay what you want or a buck or two. It's not. It's not much. Some of the stuff goes to direct to band band camps, mm -hmm. and in that case, the money goes right to the band. So yeah. give them money. Yeah. So this is from a uh, Sprainerd and Paramedic split. So this is Sprainerd doing airports and prank calls here on Tape Swap Radio. <laughs>
if it were up to me. That was Sprainerd with Airports and Prank Calls here on Tape Swap Radio. Our guest today is Chris Reject, founder of Square of Opposition Records. We'll talk more with Chris later in the show and hear more of his song picks. Coming up next on Tape Swap Radio, we're going to get to our shard session with Small Mess. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Tape Swap Radio. I'm Seamus McGrogan. Our guest today is Small Mess, who recorded a shard session in May 2017. Small Mess had formed less than a year prior and landed on our radar almost immediately, being made up of Becca, Mitch, Jordan, and Jared, who had all been involved in Lehigh Valley bands before. We were excited to see what this new collaboration would bring, and Small Mess definitely does not disappoint. The band performed four songs live, and we talked to the band about how it is just starting out with a new project after being in the Lehigh Valley scene for such a long time. Hi, we're Small Mess. This is Out the Window.
Our guest today on Tape Swap Radio is Small Mess from the Lehigh Valley. We have the band members here, Mitch, Becca, Jared, and Jordan. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Thank you. You guys are no strangers to the Lehigh Valley scene. You've all played in bands in the area. So, Becca, you have played our Tape Swap stage in the past as a solo Mm -hmm. performer a couple years ago. And now you've hooked up with these guys. So how has it been going from just playing your music on your own to now being in a full band like this? It's a lot of fun. I've always wanted to be in a band. um, And I've tried to work with other musicians with my songs. Nothing's really clicked. (laughs) But then we just started playing. Mitch and I would like start off just the two of us, like working on songs. And then I'm lucky enough to have these guys too. So (laughs) it's been really easy (laughs) yeah mitch jared and jordan you have been no stranger to tape swaps events as well we had broski on in the past they did a session and you've played our tape swap stage before and i should mention too banana barbados was another project that some of you were involved in (laughs) and broski and then now this band so how's it been going from your previous projects to now playing in small mess um well pretty much the same you know we practice at shards right here so uh just bringing different people and uh, playing different songs. It's it's different. Like these are different songs than we're really used to. Like Becca came with the songs, um, so you know we just had to write our parts and figure it out. Playing a structure, yeah. Yeah, playing a structure instead of just writing <laughs> one song that continues till the end is different for all of us. Yeah. I think <laughs> playing with lyrics is a little new for some of us. So. Would you all agree with Becca that it was easy as far as gelling together as your your chemistry? Yeah, I mean, she just had good songs, so it was easy to yeah. <laughs> write over that. And you guys <laughs> and like we played, know how to play together. Yeah, so, you guys yeah, have all like, played together, so it's yeah. just pretty cool. Great. So Small Mess, the band here. Tell me a little bit about the reason you chose the name Small Mess. Is there any sort of story behind it? It was a secondary name. Yeah, we had a name, and then we realized, I think Jordan found Yeah, Yeah, it's a band in Australia already. Yeah. So that's not an option. <laughs> we didn't want to get a lawsuit as soon as we put no. it up on, yeah. on Spotify. Just a little roadblock that we wanted to avoid. So. And we were all just like throwing names back and forth, and some of them were <laughs> jokes, and some of them were not. <laughs> um, and Small Mess just felt right, I think. And it just fit, and it wasn't too, like, over the top or trying too hard. It's just, like, a name. Yeah. <laughs> we're now it's our fart name. for one night. Yeah, one night. <laughs> like, we all solidly agreed on being called Fart. Yeah, <laughs> and we woke up and really yeah. good, so. <laughs> Well, small mess, fart, hey. You know, either one, whatever works for you guys. All right, but small mess is what you went with. Okay. Yes. Uh, Becca, what are the kinds of things that you find yourself writing about that make it into small mess songs? I mean, it's a lot of, like, heartbreak (laughs) and turmoil. And we've been writing some songs together, too, which is trying, I don't know, it's pushing me a little bit to try to write different things beyond things I wrote about before. But I've always wrote about the same stuff, just like being sad and... (laughs) That's it, really. <laughs> Sounds like it's an outlet almost for you. It is, yeah. It's. I feel like I deal with a lot of stuff that I feel like I can't verbalize in regular life in my music. So, And I hope other people feel that way, too. <laughs> this is a new song, and it doesn't have a name yet. We're listening to a shard session from Small Mess today on Tape Swap Radio. 
They joined us at Shards in May 2017.
Small Mess are our guests today on Tape Swap Radio. They joined us at Shards in May 2017. What's it been like playing out with Small Mess? How has it been the experience? How do you think people received you? It's fun. It's always fun. Yeah, it's always fun. We had one show where we were like, oh man, like that wasn't good. <laughs> but oh, otherwise, yeah. well, we, were, we, were like, we moved before that, that day. We needed that too, yeah. Everybody moved. Were, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So everybody was tired. <laughs> but every other show has been yeah. really, really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People seem to like it, so... It's usually so. a lot of our friends there. Yeah. yeah. We played one show in Philly so far, and uh, there was nobody there except for our friends who dra- drove an hour yeah. down. Who <laughs> also to played. It. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you're at the beginning stages here, and I think the more people hear your music, hopefully, more people come out that aren't your friends. Yeah, not too. to say only your friends come out. I've come out you know, I, I am friends well, with you guys. Not, but I was like, we're not friends. I've come, <laughs> I've come out to see your ba- your music, and I, I've seen other people that I know that don't have any sort of connection with you guys come to see your music too. So, cool. um, I know you're trying to be modest, but there's <laughs> there is definitely that that growing sense of people discovering your music that I've seen anyway. We hope so. Cool. <laughs> yeah. What is your impression of the Lehigh Valley music scene right now? 
better than the past few years, honestly. I'm still pretty new to the Lehigh Valley scene. I've only lived here for like two or three years. Um, But I think it's good. It's nice. A lot of our friends play music, so it's always nice to be able to go to a show and see your friend's band, play shows with your friends. And for the most part, I feel like it's pretty supportive. Everybody like wants each other to succeed and play shows and stuff. And stuff like girls rock and ladies rock going on. Yeah, like true. Bringing Thank you. different people in is really cool. <laughs> Very true. Stuff like that always. Thanks, is Jared. Always really cool. Yeah. That's right. We should mention Becca. You're involved with girls rock I am. and ladies rock. Yep. Yes, I am. <laughs> which is a great nonprofit organization mm. which helps out uh, young girls and women in the area mm-hmm. and motivates them and teaches them about playing music and pushes them to form a band and it play is. music. It's awesome. What's it been like working with them? <laughs> it's incredible. Like ev- ever since I got involved, I started out doing uh, ladies rock camp as a camper. Um, and I just met so many like incredible people who I never would have met outside of doing LVGR. And it's just something I feel very strongly about. And I'm like honored that I get to be a part of it every year. It's great. <laughs> Being a woman fronting a band, do you have any thoughts about how women are represented in music now? Do you, do you see that trend growing, more women participating, or do you still think it needs to get somewhere? I think it always needs to get somewhere. You know, you most of the shows you go to or see on Facebook, it's mostly men <laughs> on the lineup. But there are some very talented women in the Lehigh Valley, um, and I just think... They need the opportunity to play shows and get out there and have their voices heard. So I think it can only get better from here. Yeah. Well, we end every interview with a pick from the band, and we ask people to think about somebody that you've run across touring or that you admire in the area. Is there anybody you'd like to mention? And we'll end the interview with a song from them. Our friends, Georgia Foreman. (laughs) Um, They're the best. Yeah. We'll figure it out is my favorite one. Yeah, for sure. Off of the three song. And Georgia Foreman, another Lehigh Valley band that's just starting out right now. Yep, and they're great. (laughs) And they've played one of our tape swap events at the Alternative Gallery. We agree. Excellent choice. Yes. (laughs) All right. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for joining me, Mitch, Becca, Jordan, and Jared. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Our guest was Small Mess. We're going to wrap up our session with a pick from the band. This is the Lehigh Valley band, Georgia Foreman, with the song, I'll Figure It Out, here on Tape Swap Radio.
That was Georgia Foreman with I'll Figure It Out, as picked by our guest today, Small Mess. And that's going to wrap up our Shard session today. Still to come on Tape Swap Radio, we're going to finish our conversation with Chris Reject, founder of the Lehigh Valley DIY punk record label, Square of Opposition Records. And we'll hear more songs from the Square of Opposition catalog that Chris has picked out. This is Tape Swap Radio. Welcome back to Tape Swap Radio. I'm Seamus McGrogan. We're going to return to our conversation now with Chris Reject, founder of Square of Opposition Records, a DIY punk label based in the Lehigh Valley since 2001. Square of Opposition was the record label that stepped up to release Small Mess's very first 5-inch single in 2017. This is just the latest release in Square of Opposition's 16-year history supporting music in the Lehigh Valley. We're taking the opportunity during this show to talk to Chris about the history of the label and what he's been through with the Lehigh Valley music scene. When we had left off our conversation, we had just listened to a track from Sprainerd that Chris picked out. That track right there from Sprainerd, um, they were one of the bands that played some of your shows at the Secret Art Space yes. in Bethlehem. And we should mention that in addition to Square Vop and the screen printing company that you run, Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations, you also for a time ran a DIY space in Bethlehem called Secret Art Space. And that closed down in 2013. So at that point in your life, I guess the late 2000s to the early 2010s, you were doing LVAC, you were doing Secret Art Space, you were doing Square Vop. Were you getting any sleep? <laughs> no. Um, although... To, to be really uh, factual or truthful, I always like to say that I meddled at the secret art space. Hannah and Renee ran things. Um, I took a backseat most of the time. I helped run shows, and uh, you know I had my opinions that I would give them. But for the most part, I, I deferred to them um, because... Yeah, they're awesome. That was yeah, <laughs> that was a really that was a real team effort there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah. And you um, were one of the people helping out. No, that was a wild time. <laughs> that was like, that was rough. That was rough. And I, I honestly, the, um, f- that ran for about four and a half years, and we probably averaged four to six shows a month. Plus, uh, there would be shows at the St. Bernards or various other places that I would go and. By the tail, like by the time that the secret art space closed down, I was so burnt out on shows that I don't think I even went to a show for two years. <laughs> uh, it was rough. It was yeah. rough. I mean, it was a huge. It was worth it. Absolutely, it was worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was quite quite an undertaking, and uh, you know, I, I don't know, especially in that that was me being a cog in the machine. You know, Hannah and Renee did a lot of stuff, and so it was just, I just showed up. Mm-hmm. And so it, it was rough. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all these things seem to spring out of that same interest in live local music, uh, that punk uh, DIY aesthetic that you were talking about before. The record label, screen printing merchandise, running a venue, was this all part of a plan you had? Or no. did these <laughs> just kind of fell fell yeah, together? Yeah, no, it was just like, you know, hey, I can do this, so I might as well do it. Probably a little bit of like, a, I don't know, pig-headedness that if I don't do it, somebody else is going to do it, or 
I know how to do this. I can do this better. <laughs> you know, like a little yeah. bit of that. You know, and I think that that's that's cool. Like I think that if you're in a community where you see stuff happening and you want something done, you just have to do it. And if you see something done that's not that cool, then do it better. You know, I, you do this with tape swap stuff. You know, certainly the Lehigh Valley has plenty of live music. Why do tape swap stuff? Because it's something different. It's something that's yours and it's something that is better in a way. You know, Godfrey Daniels has its thing or the Funhouse has its thing, but tape swap is different. Tape swap is better in certain ways. So We like to think so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's, I think that's a little bit of that, you know, and the stubbornness that I talked about earlier of just like, well, it's got to get done, so we'll do it. So we're listening to some Square of Opposition music from your catalog here. So now we're going to go to a 7-inch that you brought from Yo Man Go. This is their first 7-inch. And we're going to hear the song Life Lessons. We'll have more with Chris Reject from Square of Opposition Records in just a little bit. Right now it's Yo Man Go with Life Lessons here on Tape Swap Radio.
is Yo Man Go here on Tape Swap Radio with the song Life Lessons. One of the tracks from the Square of Opposition Records catalog, and we have Chris Reject from Square of Opposition here talking with us. One moment that stands out for me recently that is a favorite of what the various things that you were doing was the Square of Opposition Double Decker Anniversary Fest, which was a three-day festival in Allentown that celebrated your label's 15th anniversary and Double Decker's 20th anniversary. Any moments that stand out as favorites from your 16 years releasing music, booking shows? I know we don't have all day, but yeah, anything you'd like to... I mean, you had touched on the personal relationships with people. I think that that's certainly something that I can take away and that transcends, you know, black vinyl or whatever, like this piece of plastic. Um, you know, I have friends in Japan and Germany and the Netherlands and California and Canada. You know, that's incredible. Um, I've gotten to travel all across the U.S. a couple of times on tour, which was amazing. Uh, I mean, also kind of having, uh, uh, I don't know, I guess like a front seat ride along with snowing and how, I, I mean, Jesus, for that matter, like snowing, um, mischief brew, being friends with the guys in fish jeans, you know, like mm-hmm. seeing, being a part of this community and seeing my friends enjoy success and not just on a local level, but on a national or a global level has been pretty amazing. So, you know, generally speaking, it's the personal relationships and the experience that's brought me in seeing the joy that people have gotten from these bands and this art or the success and the joy that the bands themselves have gotten from it, you know. That's irreplaceable, and I think that very few people can experience that. And uh, I think that's certainly a huge, huge deal. So in general, you know, it's not like one thing, but Mm -hmm. the thing, (laughs) you (laughs) You know? Did you get away from the smelliness a little bit? Uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, Basements still stink. (laughs) Okay, the smelliness is like an endearing quality. Air circulation is is important. It hangs around. (laughs) All right, we have one more song to hear from the Square of Op catalog. And we're going to end with a track from Snowing. This is from the Snowing retrospective, Sat in a Pile of Chocolate. And this is the song Big Weed here on Tape Swap Radio.
That was Snowing with Big Weed here on Tape Swap Radio, listening to some Square of Opposition music. And we were talking with Chris Reject, the founder, CEO, big wig, cutthroat mogul of Square of Opposition Records, who have just sold out of a limited run of Small Mess 5-inch lathe cut records. Chris, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. To listen back to our sessions, see video, and keep up to date with live events, visit us online at tapeswapradio.com. That's also where you can submit your music to be featured on an upcoming show. And of course, we're also all over social media on sites like Facebook and Instagram, so check us out there. I'm Matt Mulchaney. And I'm Seamus McGrogan. Thanks for listening. There you go. Let me make sure I recorded all that before you leave. I don't remember what I said, so I hope so.